Welcome to the Chap Chat Podcast. Each week, you're going to be joined by one of the chaplains here at Joint Base Charleston to hear about different topics concerning spiritual resiliency. Sometimes there will be guests. Sometimes it'll just be a chaplain discussing a topic that's been close to his or her heart over the past week. We hope you find these enjoyable, interesting, and above all, useful as you figure out what spiritual resiliency looks like to you. The opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily represent the position of the United States government or the United States Air Force or any other United States DOD entity. This is Chaplain Alice Hernandez, Air Force Reserve Chaplain with the 315th. Today I want to offer you um, a lesson about emotional intelligence. And so I'm going to talk about emotional intelligence and I'm going to give you some definitions uh, talk about a couple of scenarios, and then talk about, put it into context, how to practice emotional intelligence, and then talk about some of the limitations to how we can attempt to use our emotional intelligence. So emotional intelligence really has three parts. The first part is self-awareness. The second part or step would be self-management, which finally leads to our empathy. And the goal for all of us is to be more empathetic. The more we can be empathetic to others, the more peaceful our life honestly can be as we um, learn to be empathetic and compassionate to other people. So the first step is to work on our self-awareness. So self-awareness means to ask yourself, what emotion am I feeling and why? And to be quite honest, most people don't know what emotion they feel and it's pretty common. We're not a culture that expresses our emotions verbally. And for the most part, we keep our emotions to ourselves. So I would encourage you to start simple with simple emotions like mad, sad, glad, anxious, or uneasy. And even to practice telling yourself rather than verbally learning how to tell other people how you're feeling, that's probably a second or third step but more like just telling yourself, today was a good day, I was happy today, or today was rough, I felt really anxious and mad because these certain things happened to me. So again, it's really starting with with self-awareness and sharing your emotions with yourself and then potentially with others, with those who are closest to you. And then the question is, to ask yourself, why don't you tend to share your emotions? I can understand why we don't share emotions with other people. It's scary, it's vulnerable. What if people don't accept our emotions? But at least the first step is to be self-aware and share your emotions with yourself. Feelings of, again, sadness, disappointment, anger. Um, I think we commonly describe frustration, but really, That's not an emotion. Really, often what's behind frustration is anger, disappointment, even fear. So if we can start there, that's a really good first step with self-awareness. Another thing to consider as we look at self-awareness and what emotions we're feeling is to increase your emotional vocabulary. How can we do this? You can easily Google any emotional feeling words or emotional word lists, and you can find different resources for how to start 
increasing your emotional vocabulary. So I want to tell you a scenario and tell you um, about an experience that I used to have and kind of talk through the steps of emotional intelligence. And the first step was to ask myself what emotion I was feeling and why. So here's the scenario. When I would arrive to work most mornings, my colleague would stop me as I entered the office and I had to walk, I have to walk past his office to get to my office. So often I have a whole bunch of stuff in my hands, my lunch, my purse, maybe a gym bag because I'm going to the gym after work. So I have all this stuff and I'm eager to get to my office and set my stuff down. Oh, my coffee. But very often I walk in the door and before I can get past his office, he starts up a conversation with me. So think about that. What emotion do you think I would normally feel when that would happen? How do you think I felt? So keep that scenario in mind because it leads to the second step or the next part of the process, which is self-management. Self-management means how you or I handle our negative or positive emotions. So it's really thinking about your emotions before you respond to them. Even considering your body language. How might others perceive your body language or your behavior? So that's the next step to consider with me in this scenario when I would arrive at work most often. I arrive at work, I am stopped at the door, hands full of stuff, trying to get to my office, and yet most mornings I'm stopped by my colleague because he wants to talk to me. So what emotion do you think I felt and how did I self-manage? Well, usually when I had this experience, I was irritated. I was angry. My thought was often, isn't it obvious? I need to go put this stuff down. Then the self-management piece, I had to ask myself, if I roll my eyes, if I give him a look, how might that be perceived? If I respond negatively towards him, how's that going to impact our relationship? Which really leads to the third step, which is empathy. So I have to consider how I'm feeling, how I want to manage those feelings, and then how's it really going to impact the other person? I have to think about how is this person and I, how are we going to be in relationship together if I respond out of my emotions? If I'm not, if I'm self-aware, I'm thinking, yeah, I have this feeling of irritation and anger. It feels inconsiderate that he doesn't recognize, I need to get to my office first. So the final step again is empathy. Meaning, imagine what his morning is like. Imagine what my colleague's morning is like. What's on his plate in the morning that he wants to stop me almost every morning? So another way even to look at it, what if he's just really happy to see me? What if he thinks so highly of me and our relationship that he often always has something he wants to share with me? And another way to look at it is he probably has really positive and good intentions when he stops me. He's not stopping me to talk to me because he doesn't like me. He's stopping me to talk to me because he has something he wants to share with me. Another way to consider it is I'm important enough to him that he wants my attention. 
even when I first walk in the door. That's another, that's a way to look at empathy. So it's a simple scenario and there's not much at stake, but it helps us look at the three steps. My emotions, self-manage, and then empathy. What is his world like? How can I think about him before I respond? So I eventually came up with a way to respond to him because this continued to happen. And so I would say to him, I really do want to talk to you, but let me put this stuff down first. When I would say that to him every time, he would say, oh, sure, no problem. Sometimes I would even say, hey, why don't you come to my office? That would invite him into my space. Even another way to say, let me be even hospitable to you and invite you to my space so you can get comfortable and share with me what you want to share. So again, that's a three-step way to look at being self-aware, self-management, and then being empathetic. So think about for yourself, have you ever had any scenarios like this where you found yourself repeatedly in a scenario and you wanted things to change and you didn't necessarily know how to respond. Self-awareness, self-management, and then empathy. I do want to offer you a couple of other things to consider as you attempt to implement uh, emotional intelligence into your life. Group dynamics also play a part. There's a larger group at play in any scenario. And so that complicates emotional intelligence. It's not as simple and clear cut when you factor in uh, a group. When it's just one or two people, it seems simple, but almost always those one to, those two people are involved in a larger group scenario. Another thing to consider in emotional intelligence is the power dynamic. So that story I was telling you about my colleague there's a power dynamic there. I was actually his boss. So I have to be really careful that I um, keep the relationship positive because he works for me. I don't want him to think of me as a boss who's not very compassionate or empathetic or who doesn't have time for him. So I have to be very careful or had to be very careful with the power dynamic in that relationship. So those are also factors to consider as you navigate emotional intelligence. As I had to self-manage, I had to remember, I want to manage myself in a way that keeps our relationship positive. You know, the environment and the context is important to consider. And so when you think about emotional intelligence, particularly in a military environment, I would invite you to consider how complex it is, how you have to consider rank, you have to consider power dynamics, you have to consider what we call unspoken rules of success, as well as the specific rules of success. The other thing to consider in emotional intelligence are limitations. And what do I mean by limitations? There's only so much that you can affect, meaning there are external limitations like the environment. You're in a military context, for example. There's only so much that you can affect because of external limitations of the military structure. There's also time. We're limited in how much time we have to be with people because we are in a very fast tempo environment. And then the other limitation are other people. I can't 
change my colleague. I can't make other people behave a certain way. So there are limitations to how the relationships can be adjusted and changed. But there are things you can change and you have to consider your own internal limitations. What do I mean by that? We all have biases. We have a personal history that influences our behavior. We have an unconscious that motivates us. We have fears and hopes and dreams that even if we don't articulate them, those can be internal limitations that keep us from behaving or changing our behavior and making new adjustments. So for example, if you have a fear of success, you might never change your self-management. You may never become self-aware because you unconsciously fear success. Finally, in emotional intelligence, I invite you to consider what's it like when you and I attempt to have a meaningful conversation? What gets in the way? What impacts our conversation? Usually, it's the first step in emotional intelligence. Usually, it's self-awareness. Are you aware when you are anxious or angry, agitated, easily irritable? And if you can make it past that first step, are you able to self-manage? What hinders you from making that self-management step? Sometimes we respond so impulsively out of our emotions, we're unable to stop ourselves. So the invitation is to consider what is hindering you? Is it your bias? Is it your fear? What's that internal limitation that keeps you from self-managing even once you realize your awareness, once you have an awareness of those emotions? And then finally, what keeps you from being empathetic to the other person? Is it your bias? Is it your fear? What is it that keeps you from attempting to step in the other person's shoes and be empathetic? That is all the content that I have for you on this podcast. I do want to mention a couple of resources to you that you might find helpful. There's a book called Urgings of the Heart. A Spirituality of Integration by Walkie Awe and Noreen Cannon. I find that book to be a particularly good resource when considering self-awareness. It is from a biblical Christian perspective. And then there's a YouTube video by Daniel Goleman, and he introduces emotional intelligence on YouTube. And I got a lot of the content for this emotional intelligence podcast. I hope you enjoyed this contact, this context. Um, this content rather, and I enjoyed presenting it and I hope you had um, have a good time uh, listening and reviewing it and attempting to implement it in your life. Thank you.